everyone, Dave DeBow here with the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast, here with another one of our Investor Spotlight interviews today with Mark Bushy, zooming in all the way from Fargo, North, North Dakota. How are you doing today, Mark? Oh, amazing. Yeah, thanks for having me on. My yeah. pleasure. So Mark is a real estate investor. He's also a realtor. He's been in the business for over 13 years at this point, and he's very actively investing in real estate as well. So we're going to be talking about what Mark likes to invest in, why it makes so much sense, and what's in it for him and his investor partner. So Mark, why don't you tell us a little bit about how did you get started with real estate investing and and what really kind of piqued your curiosity, your interest? Sure. My first uh, interest in this was at about 2008. And at the same time, everyone else, of course, was trying to flip houses and it was during the, the bubble. And HGTV has, you know, these shows that's all house flippers, whatnot. So I had, I got interested and I read, I read some books. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, of course, is a book that got so many people into real estate. Yeah. And so I was interested in that. And I thought, well, why not just get like fully into this? And so I, so I actually used my vacation at my last job, went down and got my real estate license, put my two weeks notice in became a realtor and said, I'm going to do this full time and be a realtor and be a, become an investor. So I had a partner who was a contractor who we started off with together, just buying some little fixer uppers, our first little fourplex, worked on some apartments on the weekends, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. And just got more and more involved. So so you yeah. started right off the, the get-go with small multifamily properties. Is that correct? Yeah, mostly, well, single family and a couple of small multis. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so bought cheap fixed them up, got them rented out, you know, increase the rents. And just, uh, we've just been buying a holding for the most part on these properties. Well, that's um, interesting because a lot of people, like you're saying, they see these HGTV shows and flip this house and all that kind of stuff makes flipping look like a lot of fun, but you guys kind of, you went along those lines, you found properties that needed to be fixed up, but instead yep. of flipping them, you held on to them. Why, what kind of clued you into that? Well, I didn't know what it was called at the time, but now people call it the burr strategy, I guess. That's a common term. You know, it's the buy, rehab, was a refinance, rent out and repeat, you know. So instead of flipping the house and getting rid of it, we just thought it's better to hold it as an asset. And so we we did the rehab. We would uh, rent it out, hold the property, and eventually we could refinance the property, pull cash out, and which is almost like flipping, but but you get to keep the property. Yeah, yeah so, which sounds like a hell of a better idea to me. Yes. Yeah. So we keep we keep the assets, we pull the money out and go buy the next property. And that's what we just kind of kept doing rinse and repeat over and over. So and as we gained a little bit of uh, capital, some equity, my partner, who was the contractor, decided to become a home builder. And we took on a third partner and added, uh, we started building some twin homes, some uh, townhomes for rentals. And that was a great investment there for us. And then just kind of went from there. We've gone to some other multifamily and now our biggest thing is storage units. So self-storage facilities. Correct. Very, yeah. very cool. So yeah. that what kind of I mean, it's interesting to see your transition, your growth as an investor. So you saw the TV shows, you took massive action, jumped <laughs> full bore into this as a full-time profession. That's pretty smart doing it both ways as a realtor and as an active investor. What have what have been some of the big benefits for you? by being involved from both sides of the table that way. Yeah. So my idea wasn't the first company I joined, the first brokerage I joined was a company in town where I'm at in Fargo here that does kind of a little bit of everything. They did home sales, commercial, residential. I mean, they they do investments, rental, property management, construction, land development, the whole thing. So my idea was to become get into an office where there's experts all around me. And mm-hmm. so anything I wanted to learn or had questions about, I could just literally down the hall, I could just go talk to an expert in the region. Yeah. And so I also got into land development quite a bit. 
I was doing sales and working for the largest developer for residential development in the region here as well. So that was great. I got to learn their, you know, the market very well. I got to meet all the builders and contractors and stuff. So I kind of got myself just immersed in the whole thing. It was so nice to meet all these experts and have just these great people around me. So that was my goal. And that's what I did. Well, that is fantastic. All right. So went from single family homes and small little multifamilies into land development and and multifamilies. And now you're starting to look into and focus a lot more on self-storage. What is it about self-storage that you like so much comparing and contrasting it with what you've done before? Well, there's no tenants. <laughs> there's no toilets. There's no pets. <laughs> it's got the same concept as having, you know, if you have 100 storage units versus 100 apartments, it's the same idea. You're renting out these units and making a you know profit, and but there's no one living there. There's no one late calls, you know, for water leaks or frozen pipes or whatever it is, you know, they literally are renting garages from you. And the worst thing that can happen is they might back into a garage door, whatever. You know, that's one of the big appealing factors for us is that they're easier to manage. They're easier to maintain and they're just, it's just more simplified. So, yeah. Yep. All right. So it's a lot less of a pain in the butt. Kind yeah, of. That's uh, and don't get me wrong. We still have the rentals. We're still looking for more rentals that way, but this has been another avenue we've been looking at here. So um, very, very we cool. just bought our, third storage facility here this year and that's so that's been yeah. yeah that's fantastic and whereabouts are you doing most of your investing what markets are you focusing on mark so i'm in fargo north dakota so we're in the eastern side of the state of north dakota and the western border of minnesota i do focus mostly in the area i live but we do have a few investments outside of town so but still it's within a couple hours at most of distance right now so we well, are looking at some um, besides the convenience factor. Yeah. What, what are some of the fundamentals around this market that make it a good one to invest in? Well, one thing is I know the market. So I'm from this area. I've lived here my entire life. I understand the markets better than if I just went to some random city and had to learn from scratch, you know? Right. And I'm a, so the Midwest here is just really, I think is a great place to live, to work, to play. It's uh, just the people around here. We don't have big cities. We don't have big crime. We don't have big traffic. We don't have things like that stable economy, even through like the big recession we had in 2009 and 10, this region wrote it out fine. In fact, we excelled. It was it never had high unemployment. We never had a bad housing crash. So it's just been very stable. And that's a, a very appealing to me as well. Sometimes, you know, steady Eddie wins the race, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, I don't like the big swings. I like the, <laughs> I like the, yeah, the steady. It's kind of funny because I just started dabbling a bit in crypto. And it's so funny to watch this because these crypto coins just all over but it's yeah. kind of scary but i like the stable income yeah yeah no that makes a lot of sense well let's go back a little bit and talking about self-storage because i find that asset class absolutely fascinating so besides the the convenience factor and the lack of relatively speaking of headaches you know dealing with tenants and toilets and all those kind of things that you get to do with multifamily investments what are some of the big benefits for you and some of the, your partners when you invest in a storage facility, what do you, what's, what are the it, pros on this? It has some of the same benefits as buying multifamily, larger multifamily as so well. What so, would those be for people that aren't familiar with that? Well, just having, first of all, is, is a central location. You know, I'd rather have apartment building or storage unit facility all in one location that's easy to manage versus having those, houses. You know, 15 different little single family yeah, homes yeah. all over the place. Got it. For, and from a property management standpoint, it just simplifies everything having one central location. I have kind of transferred over most of my property management to other people now. I don't really do much personally, but, and it's not always easy to find property managers that want to have 10, 15, 20, 30 houses all over town. 
it's so much easier to have just one site like that. So that's a central location is a big bonus there. And just the numbers game, you know, so instead of, you know, it's easier to buy one facility or one apartment building than it is to buy a whole bunch of houses and find a whole bunch of deals. So it's just finding that one deal, one facility at a time and versus having to, you know, hunt and peck forever, little deals everywhere. So. And now storage versus apartments, for example, what, you know, we've got the convenience factor there as well. What else is another big benefit for that versus other kinds of real estate, would you say? Well, I don't know if it's any better than it's just the fact that it's going to, I think it's always going to be there. People are, people are downsizing a lot of in your personal homes and stuff, but they still need places to store things. And I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon, especially it seems like with younger people, millennials, that kind of thing. People don't, aren't looking for giant houses anymore. They're not going to have all this place to store, but they still have things. And so I, I don't see it going anywhere soon. And it's, it's just a very easy asset class to manage. It's going to be stable, I think, for a long time. And yeah. yeah, I mean, we North America, we love our stuff, right? I right. mean, we <laughs> we got stuff coming out our ears. We need somewhere to put it. We're we're loath to sell it or get rid of it. So storage facilities are great. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, but I've also heard that you know there, nothing's perfect, but when it comes to a, a stable asset class, self self storage is pretty much as recession resistant as they come, right? Because when times are good. People are making more money. They're buying more stuff. They need somewhere to put it. So they need self-storage. When times aren't so good, unfortunately, people are losing their homes. They're downsizing. They still need somewhere they to need store yeah. their stuff, right? So yep. it's kind of, from your perspective, kind of a, either way, it, it works well for you. Would, would you agree? Is that I, I agree. Yeah. Yep. So it's, especially where we're at here. So I think we have similar weather to where you're at Canada. You know, we have cold winters and hot summers and stuff, but we have a lot of seasonal transitions. So there's always something to store. There's people who store in a boat, they're storing their winter stuff. They're, they're, we don't uh, see a lot of lulls in the business. You know, it just seems to be pretty stable year round as well. So oh, that is that is beautiful. Now, let me ask you something here, Mark, because I've heard this, I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard a lot of places, the actual amount of rent you get per square foot of a storage unit is the equivalent of what you get for the same square footage in an apartment. Is that true where you're at? I mean, obviously storage units are a lot smaller than an apartment, but on a square foot basis, is it fairly close? It's similar. You're probably getting slightly less per foot, I would say, in the storage, but not, it's not a big difference. Again, there's to build these and to maintain them is far less than apartments are per foot that's, too. So That's what I mean. Your overhead is yeah. so much lower in a storage facility. You don't have to worry about, you know, well, you might have heat concerns with some of your units. You might have heated units and other units that, that aren't. I'm not sure. In, in your yeah, we don't personally have any climate control, but there is that is a bill. Oh, so it's even, even better if you don't, because then you don't have to worry. You don't we, worry don't, we don't have water bills. We don't have any gas bills, nothing. The only, I mean, our maintenance and utilities are, you know, electricity for lighting. You got snow removal in the winter. You, have, you know, you got <laughs> take care of the lot in the summer. That's, you know, that's your... That's about There's it. There's not much to it. So, yeah. You know. no, it's a much, much simpler business model. That, that is fascinating. All right. Now, Robert Kiyosaki, you talked about you read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That was one of the things that kind of got you going. He also has this concept where he calls your unfair advantage, where he says all of us have some sort of an unfair advantage at what you know we focus on real estate investing. So besides the fact that uh, you know we're darn good looking and modest, what would you say is your unfair advantage when it comes to real estate investment? Well, I think just the, the approach I took with immersing myself fully into this this whole thing, I didn't 
you know, I, like I said, I quit my job. I said, I'm going to become a full-time realtor and I'm going to learn from the experts. And so I just immersed myself in this whole thing here. The other thing for me personally is that I've lived in this area my entire life. And so I really know this region. I've gotten to know investors, just different people in the region here and the market itself. So I would say that would be a definite advantage for me, especially I meet a lot of people coming to the area. Just met an amazing gentleman here this last week. He's getting his property manager for some nice new apartments. Doesn't know soul. <laughs> so, and I know, and I'm going to introduce this guy to everywhere around here. And it's just yeah. nice having that. That is an advantage for me is having the network and the knowledge base in my region. Almost definitely. And you're born and raised in the area that you're investing in. Yeah, you've got definitely got the insider perspective for more ways than one there. Now, Mark, here's here's a question I got for you. Do you think that real estate investing is a good choice for everyone? You know, I can't see where you can go wrong with it, <laughs> to be honest with you. There's so much to it as far as like all the, just the, the income itself. There's the wealth building aspect of, you know, your asset is appreciating ideally, paying off, someone's paying off your mortgage. Um, you're leveraging money, you're leveraging time. Is it for everyone to be directly involved in it? Maybe not. You know, maybe you don't want to be the guy out there, you know, changing toilets and, you know, working on painting, you know, units all the time, that kind of thing, working with tenants. But in some way or another, I think there's that real estate's a great, you know, investment for just about anybody. You can be as active and hands-on as you want, or you can be very passive and just, you know, invest with partners or invest with other people. So yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. Well, Mark, this has been a lot of fun. It's fascinating what you're up to with with uh, real estate investing, your progression from just kind of hearing about it. Then, I mean, you just jumped in with both feet, becoming a realtor and then starting to invest in smaller properties and then building up, building up, building up over time. And now yep. shifting into these self-storage facilities, which I agree, I think that's absolutely fascinating. So hats off to you for all you've accomplished. And if people are watching this and they want to connect with you, what should they do? Well, you can reach me on my website here and my brokerage. It's mark at jkpropertypartners.com. Email, you can just email me at markbushy at gmail.com. Phone number, 701-793-8543. I'm always available to meet, coffee, lunch, whatever. I, I just, I'd love to network. I try to plan something almost every single day just to meet new people. So I'm always available. I can talk real estate too much. We'll sit and talk forever. So it's fun though. I can just... It's just fun to meet new people and just uh, talk about this stuff. Yeah, you're definitely very passionate about it. Well, Mark, thank you very much. I appreciate thank you. you appreciate it. Show. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody. Take care. We'll see you on the next episode. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.